0: The best things in life are free, but you can give
1: The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now here's your host, Jay Garvin.
0: This segment is brought to you by Empire Title Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Good morning. Good day, Colorado. I am your radio friend, Jay Garvins, and we actually are in the week leading up to Thanksgiving. Where did this year go, my friends? It's so incredibly fast. I love the weather in Colorado. I love the Thanksgiving holiday, and I love you, the radio and podcast listeners. You can get a hold of me directly at 719-330-1457. I was just telling Matt, my producer, I'm very excited because after this show... We are going to Depeche Mode in Denver. So good things do happen around Thanksgiving, but even more so, I've got an incredible show for you, a conversation that I have not had in a long time with you, years and years and years. And if you're listening to this show, whether you're a homeowner or not, it is a life changing conversation. And no better person to invite into the studio when I'm having life changing conversations. And that's Bill McAfee, recently retired from Empire Title. He's still going strong. My economic update guru will be in here for not one, but two full segments. We missed him last month because he was in Vegas watching the Bull Riders. (laughs) Statistically, 85% of you and me listening to this podcast and on KRDO news radio station are homeowners. 85% of us, that is incredible because that exceeds the national average of homeownership by quite a bit. The national average, 65% of Americans own and 35% of Americans rent. And For all of you, I would like to help all of you with your next purchase or refinance mortgage. I come to you from the perspective that I am a loan officer. I just love and passionately like to talk about investment property, budgeting, retirement, investing, all of that. But I am a licensed loan originator and I'd love to earn your business. If you're not a homeowner or you have an adult child or a friend or a relative who's not a homeowner, please, please, please give them my information. 719-330-1457 and I'd like to build a friendship with your adult child now in their 20s. The median age for buying your first home is 34 years old but why start there? I'm helping several 20 and 22-year-olds, 31-year-olds, 29-year-olds get ready for homeownership because it's more than just getting ready to buy a cell phone or something like that. It's a a big purchase. And that's what we're going to talk about today. With the drum roll, Matt, I'm going to have a conversation about the haves and the have-nots because that's what it is, my friends. If you are a homeowner. The statistical evidence in your life for success is absolutely overwhelming. And the bottom line is this. The bottom line up front is if you've got 30 seconds and you have to go, more than any other indicator in the country, the difference between haves and have-nots are homeownership, period. If you are a homeowner, you have 40 times Not four times, not 14 times, 40 times the net worth of a renter. I mean, it's absolutely insane. And that is in a conservative fashion right now. And this has been exacerbated more than ever through what we call the unicorn years of 2019, 20, 21, and 22 when home prices just exploded. The net worth of a homeowner right now in America is $255,000 net worth. And that number has always been high. It's always been 30 to 40 times higher than a renter. A renter's net worth in today's world is $6,300 as opposed to $255,000. And it's not all in home equity, my friends. Less than half of that $255,000 net worth is in equity. It comes from the disciplines, the savings, the uh, buying appreciating assets, uh, investing in appreciating things rather than depreciating things. And the bottom line is, as I'm going to talk about this with Bill McAfee and with you. I'm extremely passionate about it. It doesn't matter what your college background is if, if if you went to school or you didn't go to college or you did doesn't significantly change your net worth in life it, depending on your color it, it's it's a fallacy male female uh, origin of the country background. None of that is a larger discriminator of the haves and the have-nots compared to homeownership versus renters. So please stick around. I'm going to have two full segments with Bill McAfee. We're going to talk about the economic update. We're going to talk about what's going on in Colorado's real estate. And then, of course, we're going to intermix all of the details, the demographics. I'm going to talk about what's the background, the demographics of renters versus buyers. Where are the renters and buyers geographically in the country, which states have high homeownership which have lower and then of course what's your next step what do you do to become a homeowner don't go anywhere you're listening to the jay garvin show right here on Cardio news radio welcome to earth third rock from the sun hey y'all i want everybody to throw your hands in air if you love cold cash money one time and everyone really repeat after me and say money 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 money, money,
1: money, money. here we go the, the Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk. Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m. Here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's.
0: This segment brought to you by Locally Owned, Rocky Mountain Climate, a family-owned business. Hey, where's the name to learn to make money? Just listen to me taking advice from AJ and this is Lee two turn tables in the microphone and you would never get the girls to ever leave you alone and if this don't work I don't know what to say
1: because it worked for me and I'm now on my way
0: thanks for staying tuned to the Jay Garvin show here where all day I'm having the conversation very directly about the haves and the have-nots. If you're just tuning in, my name is Jay. I'm your friend. I'm a licensed loan originator. I'd love to earn your business for your next purchase or refinance transaction. And you can call me directly at 719 330 1457, especially if you're looking to buy a house or if you have $20,000 or more of credit card and unsecured debt and you're a homeowner, we've got to figure out how to help you get access to your equity because obviously you should know and if you don't know, I'm telling you that... Your credit card interest rates are literally 25 to 30%, folks, so that's a lot of interest to pay for the last Big Mac that you purchased, so please get a hold of me. But more than that, if you're one of the very few renters listening, because statistically- of us listening and talking on this microphone are homeowners. That's the statistics of podcasts and talk radio shows and hosts and talk radio stations like KRDO is a disproportionately high number of homeowners. And folks, I'm telling you here, the difference between the net worth, the bottom line up front as we're going to unpeel the layers of this onion through the show, if you're a homeowner your net worth is 40 times that of a renter. Or if you're listening and you're a renter, the net worth of your friend that owns a home is 40 times what your net worth is. It's statistically, you can look it up. The net worth of a renter is like $6,300 in their whole life. And a homeowner's over 255000 in the most conservative studies. Housekeeping. NAR, National Association of Realtors, will tell you net worth of a homeowner is as high as 360000 So it's literally 40 to 50 times. And on top of that, we've got our local market and how that fits into the whole home ownership, who owns, how many people own, stuff like that. We call it the Economic Update, and I've got Bill McAfee here, my friend. I appreciate you coming into the studio.
2: Well, thank you. You know, you always say you're their friend, so I'm your friend. So technically, that would make them my friend.
0: They are your friend. (laughs) Trust me, as you, I mean like Sarah, Emily. I just had Nancy, one of the radio callers this last month, say, where's Bill? Because you were gone last yeah, month. Yep. Where were you, my friend? Uh, uh, let's
2: see, I'm trying to remember. I was on vacation. You were think, in the- Vegas at oh, the... It was, a Bull Riders, <laughs> it was right. the Bull Riders. That's right. It was the Bull
0: Riders. And uh, this gal calls and said, hey, is Bill going to be on this month? I'm like... <laughs> Hi, I'm the host.
2: <laughs> yeah, so. She obviously likes me better. Thank you, whoever that was. Yes, I'll send yes, you a check yes, here yes. later on today. And you
0: know, at that Empire Economic Forum we went to, I went up to Ashley Bush. Yep, yep. And I said, you know, Bill just goes off on vacation and people miss him. And don't worry, he's going to get double segments. But I think you're going to have to come and replace him. And she's the hell I am. <laughs> She says, I'm not getting in front of a microphone. So then I went. Which
2: is weird with as big as her mouth is. It'd be perfect. Oh, no. He oh, did. my God. The way
0: you guys rip each other. So then I went to Doreen. And she's like, hell no. So I think if for any reason you're absent, I'm going to have to go, like, recruit April. I think April, the account executive. She, she
2: might be able to do it. She might be able to do it. See, I have a face for radio. She definitely has a face for TV.
0: She so has I think a we'd face. would right. I think all of those ladies. You're... you're, you're, you're I mean, with your wife, with all of those ladies I just mentioned, you're like... (laughs) Surrounded in beauty, what do you call them? The uh, the beauty queens.
2: It, it sounds fantastic, but it's having like 50 work wives. Uh, yeah. So and that's, there you uh, have yeah. it. And we won't go
0: there. <laughs> so we have a crazy market, my friend. I mean, another bottom line up front. I was totally startled to see that the median and average home price this last month in October went up three, three yeah. and a half percent. I mean, it's 480. $5,000 for a median price home, and last year in October, it was 460000 right. What the heck's happening, well, my friend?
2: And, Jack yeah, I can actually explain it, and it's very weird. We still have an extreme shortage of single-family residential homes, and especially... And those homes, you know, are, that are 300,000 and up. We just have an incredible shortage. And and I'll tell you, Jay, this would have been like we were in 2008, 9, 10, 11, and this market hit the way it did right now. Prices would drop 30%, maybe yeah. 40.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like a $400,000 house back down to 250. Absolutely. And we're just not seeing it this
2: time. And a couple of factors led up to this, the incredibly low interest rates. I was talking to an agent the other day that's called them coffin homes. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, uh, well, the Interest rates are so low in that they're just going to stay in that house till they die.
0: Coffin <laughs> homes. Coffin wow. homes. So that's amazing
2: <laughs> and yep. so you got that those people are not bringing those homes back on the market and unless they need to sell you know they're not going to be moving so we have an extreme shortage the builders are building as fast as they can uh-huh. but what you have going on is by the time they get through all the red tape and the regulatory stuff it takes a huge amount of time and jay here's something you're seeing that, that i've been really paying attention to this I, i'm not going to call them tiny homes because they're not tiny but there are a lot of very small homes and i'm seeing them i saw some out in and lewis there's some right off of Academy Boulevard. I'm seeing some of these subdivisions down south where, they're, you know, these things look like they're maybe 1,500 square feet you know I mean and they're all they're three stories high they're probably 25 foot wide uh-huh. and I'm seeing more and more and I'm checking into the price on those and those are like 350 I know um but but it's where people can afford and depending on what happens one thing that's outside of the stuff you and I talk about with the national debt that we're running right now these economy is going to be interesting for a bit this is this is not over and I do I, I do think that you're going to see down the road that is going to be a trend that we will continue to see is likely smaller homes that are more affordable to people because rates may come down some jay but i don't look at them going down to two and a half again
0: oh they'll never never we'll never see that again in yep. the history of the world yep. so. even during a pandemic because a pandemic two articles that i read this week one from the senator out of virginia Mansion.
2: uh-huh chuck manchin yeah yep.
0: he said if this is as a democrat
2: right absolutely
0: and he said he's not running for re-election but he hasn't totally let the notion go that he might run for president and he said the only reason we're not in a full-blown recession and possibly a depression is because the Democrats couldn't get their BBB their Build Back Better bill where they were going to they changed the name to the Inflation Reduction Act Act, which is just it's just total lies and a Democrat says that if we would have passed that bill that was several trillion we would be because money is killing this economy they've printed so much, and the Oliarchs have so much money. That's one article that I yeah. read, it, it, and it's just it in, incredible because you're exactly right. These rates are not coming down next year, folks.
2: And, and you know, Jay, if they do, I don't think it's going to be substantial. You know, no, I was watching
0: 7.5 to 6.75 yeah, max. yeah, and
2: I was watching this morning coming in the 10-year. No, it's down under 4.5 again. It was like yeah.
0: 4.406. It, it got and, up to 4.8.
2: Yeah, no, and we damn near, we hit over 5 for a day or two. I don't know if it closed at that, but uh, it did but it crest 5. Up yes. There, but it uh-huh. was, I
0: mean, and that's unheard of. We have oh. not had a 10 year Treasury rate that high since the late yes. 90s. Uh, yeah.
2: it's It's been 30 some years. Yeah. You know, since and we've seen And for you
0: it. listening, there's two things that drive the interest rate. One is the Fed funds rate indirectly affects the mortgage backed securities. And therefore, when the Fed funds rates goes up, that goes up also in correlation with the 10-year Treasury for long-term money. And what's happened is the Fed funds rate, even at five percent, if you add two percent to that for the wholesale and retail rate, it's almost three right now. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it's it's because of this. Absolutely. Because the, the Fed fund rate yep. has went higher than the 10-year treasury. Yep. The 10-year treasury is only at like 4.5%, where by God, the Fed funds rate is all the way up to 6.5%. Yep. And now you add two percentage points to that. And yep. we did touch eight, eight yep. and a quarter for uh, a while. Absolutely. And now it's settling down. Oh, we're settled down to 775 an interest rate. Jay,
2: I'm going to say something that probably knocked the people's socks off out there. If we got down to six, you would see another explosion.
0: I just said that. I, you're yeah, going to see. Absolutely would. If you're listening right now and you don't buy a house for you in retirement, for you, for your growing kids, for you, your adult children to live in this city. I'm telling you right now, as sure as I told you in 2012, to buy a house because you'll create generational wealth for your family in 10 years. I said that 10 years ago and look what's happened. $100,000 houses are now $400,000 houses. If you don't buy a house the fourth quarter of 2023 or in 2024, by the first quarter between April and May of 2025 as soon as rates do come down it's going to be bidding wars again
2: it will be because of the shortage it absolutely yeah. will what now up? why the shortage you know jay what happened coming out of 8 9 10 11 and 12 as we went in yeah. colorado did not we weren't overbuilt not like not nevada at all. arizona you know california, california. florida Mm-hmm. They had overbuilt so much going into that. Literally, when we came out, we absolutely were not overbuilt. I had short sale companies in Nevada, and there were entire subdivisions Empty. that were built, and no one ever moved in.
0: Same thing in Miami. Same absolutely. thing in South Florida.
2: And we just didn't have that here. So now what's happened? So that's one factor. But our other factor is our economy here is still doing very well. Yes. When you compare Colorado Springs economies to other economies, yeah. in Colorado, we're kicking everyone's butt. Yeah, even, um,
0: even compared to... to to yeah even yeah. even compared to Texas to yep. Florida to Arizona especially California I mean Colorado's economy remains strong because we're small and we're becoming big
2: Well and you know another thing I, I've been talking to people that are involved in space command and this is pretty good reliable information they're telling me within the next 12 months like where the dog track and stuff like that is on Nevada Avenue uh-huh that you are going to start seeing construction for offices and stuff for space command in that corridor Yeah that you know we just got a lot of stuff still coming here our employment force is great you got UCCS down here that that basically brings out very educated people in all engineering and computer and AI so we're actually setting in a pretty good position right here as we go to grow and we're we, you know we're a hospitality state I mean yeah. with you take the recreation stuff that we have here just the beauty of the town Calrath Springs is a good place to be Get and this, it, it will friend. be a good place
0: yeah I mean just the Space Force talk to people about how they're gonna build the Space Force on Peter. Air Force Base, you know that they're going to buy 100 to 1,000 acres sooner or later out east and build the entire Space Force Center the same way they're going to start to build out the air force academy more because now you're adding all of the space force academy is going to go right in that same land and they have thousands of acres there to develop you know
2: jay amazingly two years ago i read an article that a hundred of the cadets that graduated two years ago went into space force which is those guys used to leave you know they would graduate and then they would be deployed like everywhere and so now a lot of them are going to stay here so it's just we've got some very positive stuff people used to kind of curse the military here Uh you know and say hey it actually takes in comes down and stuff like that you know one of the things that we have is even through ups and down times, because of the military presence we have here, we're very stable. We very don't have stable. the highs and we don't have the lows that you have in, in other markets.
0: And then on top of that, Bill, of course, you've got the interest rates and you ran into an agent that calls these houses with two and a half percent interest yeah, rates. What? They call them coffin homes. Coffin homes. Because what the pe- heck?
2: people are going to die there. They're not, they're never going to sell them. Yeah. You know?
0: they're, <laughs> they're not going to get rid
2: of their 2% nope. rate. No. Nope. And they'll do anything they can to keep, they'll rent it. They'll do whatever they can to keep, to keep that, it, you yeah. know, and so that is what's putting the pressure on the builders. And now still, even though price of lumber and stuff has come down a little bit, construction costs are still way out there. You're, you're looking at the good home builders that are doing some buy downs. They're doing some stuff to be creative to get people in those homes. But Jay, we do have that income inequality here that still is going to be a factor. And I want to go to the inventory levels Yeah,
0: and real quick, I'm going to tell you, because I had a regular radio listener call me, Bill, uh-huh. and say, my son's going to buy a tall, skinny home down by the World Arena that Classic is building. Right, right. Uh, what's your rates? What's your rates? What's your rates? And I told her, it's the mid 7%. You're going to pay a little bit. She's like, no, we're going to go with the Builder. The Builder's given a 6.5%, but the Builder doesn't tell her that they're adding... $20,000 balance to the loan, like a VA funding fee because- To buy it down. To buy it down. So get this, they're adding $20,000, but they're saving them $200. It's going to take 100 months, eight and a half years for them to pay off that investment. And you know, as soon as rates go to 5%, which they will by 2027, they're going to get rid of that mortgage. And it's just a crime that people don't do their research. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I want to talk about the inventory levels because to me- this- this is, I mean, if you look at this, the million-dollar, million-dollar and up range, they're at about 6.21 months. In other words, it would take us 6.21 months to sell off at our current pace uh-huh. every single home that's a million dollars or more.
0: Do you remember in 2000 and like- We hit 48 months. 48. It took four years in 2011. <laughs> so don't go anywhere, my friends. We're going to be right back with Bill McAfee. We're going to talk about why are people staying in their homes and why is inventory so low in Colorado. I'll be back right after these Important messages. North, south, east to the west side. Put this on a boat and ship it worldwide. North, south, east to the west side. Put
2: your hands in the air and represent your
0: sound.
1: The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk. Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's.
0: This segment is brought to you by Aero Moving and Storage. Oh no, I'm put you down when I'm around. Well, thanks so much for sticking with me here. I'm with Bill McAfee in the studio. I'm talking about the haves and the have-nots. We're talking about homeowners versus renters, and Bill and I are trying to decipher why is inventory so low in Colorado Springs, and before the break, we were saying, well, first of all, interest rates were so low at 25 to 3.5%. Everybody who purchased a home in the unicorn years of 2020 and 2021, when rates were historically low after and during the pandemic that they're just never going to leave these homes, they're going to die in them. But also, the fact of the matter is, as Bill and I are talking about, is regardless of what price range your house is, the fact that people aren't selling them plus the fact that there's so much red tape for builders to build and get a house approved in El Paso County for occupation that there's just no inventory and that is a supply and demand thing. And Bill, you were talking before the break, inventories on houses upwards to a million are six months. It's- What's the inventory for houses that are down affordable between like three fifty and 450000
2: mm-hmm. You know, if you look at, th- let's say three up to $500,000, they are both a a a little over two months. But if wow. you take that, that's only a third of what it is at a million. Yeah. So in other words, it'd take you six months to sell a million dollar home. It'll take you two months to sell this three fifty up to five. Yeah, and, and that and
0: used to be like .2 months.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It I, would I mean be, they were gone in two weeks. Absolutely. And and so back then you would sell those homes in well, and frankly, there for a while, we actually hit six days mm-hmm. on market across the entire MLS. That was the lowest we got to. So literally you put it in the MLS and on average homes went under contract within six days. I yeah, that that was unreal. That, yeah. that was unreal. But Jay, here's something that I too that I think is is why more upper dollar homes are moving to. Uh-huh. Like if we look at the interest rates and, and just calculating on a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage. So last week when, when I ran this, rates were about seven point seven six. Now good news out there in Radioland, they did they are pushing back down. So they are. They, they were, were as they were. high
0: as eight, eight and a quarter, yep. and now they're back down to the mid sevens, yep. which is a good thing. Absolutely.
2: So anyway, just that bump when it was seven point seven six, comparing to December of where the rates were 3.1%, uh-huh. your payment, if you wanted to keep your payment the same, okay, that took your purchasing power down to about a $300,000 home. So that's how much if keeping your payments the same, and back then the payment would be 1708 bucks in December of 21. That's basically getting 100000 down, so 20% down. So on a conventional loan, 20% down. So it took your purchasing power down about $300. But the kicker was let's say you had the income. Let's say you could afford to take your, your monthly payment up. If and and mo- all of us know that's pretty unrealistic that you'd be able to make that jump. But to buy that same five hundred thousand dollar house right now, your payment would go from seventeen oh eight to two thousand eight hundred sixty eight bucks a month. Wow. And so you're looking at you've got about a uh, eleven 1, hundred and sixty bucks more. So that increase in four point seven percent, which is what the rates went up, it took your payment up sixty eight percent. Yeah. And so that's it's killing where, people. Oh, uh, and that's where the people in the upper end are more likely to be able to. To afford that. Yeah. And that's why I think you're not seeing the upper end collapse. And I don't think you will, because I think you you said this earlier. There's still a lot of money. And the interesting thing is, Jay, uh, cash deals now are up to 16%. Within the last year, they were down to 6
0: Yeah. So cash deals are up 10%. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the craziest thing you're going to hear if you're listening to this show right now, even with the coffin home buyers, the ones that have a low interest rate that are going to stay there as long as they can, the joke is until they die until they're in their (laughs) coffin they're going to stay in that home and with the fact bill that payments have went up so much on the low end we still have home values going up because there's so few homes on the market It still
2: is it you know as a whole jay when i look in there like we should have about four and a half to five and a half months across the entire mls of inventory inventory
0: Four to five months worth of homes yep. out there to buy it, yep. if there wasn't a single yep. one that came it, onto it, the market again. And what is actually out
2: there? Well, right now we have 2.86. In a normal four market- Four to six months. Four and a half to five and a half months. So even if you round that everything. up to
0: three months, Absolutely. we're literally still a month to three short. Absolutely. You know, at the very, a month and a half
2: behind what normal would be. So that uh-huh. just goes to tell me, based on our current consumption demand versus what's there, we're still not even close to norms. I mean, it should yeah. be four and a half to five and a half and we're 2.86.
0: Yeah. And You'd- you said with median incomes, until they go up in Colorado, it's, it's not the local population that's buying these homes. They're yep. people that- are. Are moving into town, and if they can find a home, they're buying it. And many people that are coming from California, Washington State, Oregon State, and even New York and on the East Coast are saying, "Wow, these four hundred thousand dollar homes are really affordable."
2: Yep. And you know, for, for the buyers out there, Jay, two an interesting thing that I'm looking at, and you know this better than anybody, but they changed the MIP, the mortgage insurance uh-huh. on conventional loans. They dropped it down a lot
0: substantially. So did the FHA. They're trying yes. to make homes more affordable. And here's the bottom line tying into the whole story of the haves and the have-nots, it doesn't matter what our inventory is. It doesn't matter what the interest rates are. The fact of the matter is homeownership is not quote-unquote timing in the market. It's your time in the market. Get into the market now, especially before 2025, and become a homeowner that's got 40 times the net worth of a renter.
2: Well, and good news for the buyers out there, because of them dropping that MIB in there. Just uh-huh. to give an example, FHA, we're only running about 5 to 6% of the total loans. So with your before- your mortgage, of that mortgage insurance, insurance
0: premium, your private mortgage insurance. Basically, it's an insurance for the note or mortgage holder insuring them from the possibility of that home going into foreclosure if the borrower doesn't pay it because they put less than 20% down and you're saying Bill that that went down substantially. Well, what happened? Yes, that mortgage insurance premium went down substantially. Yes. Now,
2: here's what's happened with that. On a VA loan, you know, you can go in there at 100% and yes. the veterans love that and it's a great loan for veterans. Uh-huh. But what has happened is now, not just veterans, but people out in the market are, are coming with 5% down, you know, depending wow. on that could be bond issue, maybe 10% versus 20 in a normal conventional loan. Uh-huh. These are going to continue. These, the FHA are going to continue to increase. It's doubled in a year. We went from six to 12. Okay? Wow. And so that is going to keep coming up because people can come in with less money down. I am shocked right now at the VA because VA continues to go down. We dropped down to 23%. Our normal market on VA is 30 to 33. I understand during the crazy times why that happened because because with the FHA and the VA loans, that was hard to go above the appraisals. That was hard yeah. to do the escalation clauses. So I, I understand why during those crazy times, the VA loans dropped down. But we're still continuing to slide. Part of that is because FHA and cash are the two things that literally both have doubled in the last year.
0: Yeah. And it's because I know I'm a previous military member. Military members are just freaked out. Unless the media says it's a great time to buy, veterans won't buy. Right. And because the interest rates are high and Colorado's becoming expensive, it's it's not happening. So, in the last minute, my friend, what do you have to say before we part ways? Well,
2: uh, here's something I've been saying all year. I think I'm going to be wrong. I said we would be down 1% on uh-huh. average and possibly down 2% on median. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, we could actually end up positive in both of those. So, I was wrong on that. And what Now, I, remember,
0: I said we would be flat to up. Yep, so, yep. I don't know how we got <laughs> here and I'm surprised
2: it's here. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have that shortage, we wouldn't be there. So, yeah. just to wrap it up, interest rates, you know, they're up. The big deal is sales are down about 25% year over a year yeah. and that literally the fact the reason that that is is interest rates that knocked a boatload of people out of the market they
0: just have so yep. good my friend I appreciate you so much please don't go anywhere in the power segment the wrap up of the show I'm going to be with you for a final 10 minutes don't go anywhere you're listening to the Jay Garvin show
1: don't it always
0: seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone it'd be a paradise put up a fucking line
2: Take it real. No more will I shop around now, baby I know I got the best
1: thing in town now, baby The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk Saturdays at 8 a.m. Sundays at 11 a.m. Here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM 1240 AM and 92.5 FM We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin's
0: We want to pop you up
2: Rap, rap
0: Well, thanks for sticking with me, folks. We had two great segments with Bill McAfee and the economic update and also integrating that conversation into today's topic, which is the haves and the have-nots with home ownership versus renting. And I told you at the beginning of the show, and I'm going to wrap up here the last 10 minutes, the largest discriminator of net worth and wealth in our country, please call me at 719-330-145. If you have found a more discriminant factor between the haves and the have nots is home ownership. There's no significant difference in wealth, maybe a 10 to 30% difference in wealth depending on whether you went to school or not. I mean, it's virtually, you have individual dropouts, like Steve Jobs, that came across money you have indiscriminately, whether you are married or single, doesn't determine whether you have a tiny net worth as opposed to an overwhelming net worth. Even racially, people think, oh, there's so much discrimination between the colors. There really isn't. It's 10 to 20 to maybe 30% difference in wealth, but not like home ownership. I mean, home Homeownership, you literally have... 40 times. I mean, that's like 4,000% difference. Like a renter has a net worth of like $6,300, period, in their whole life. $6,000 to their name. And a homeowner has over $250,000 worth of net worth. Now, I'm not talking about we're climbing the ladder of being materialistic and all of this. For me personally, the money and the wealth that my wife and I have gives me a sense of security, a sense of freedom. It gives me a very generous heart to give back to the kingdom, give to those that are less fortunate, pull people up by their bootstraps. That's why I'm going to Honduras in February to dig latrines in the middle of the jungle is because I passionately have these radio shows because I want everybody to be better off because then the kingdom is better off. I'm a God-fearing Christian and I want all of humanity to be raised up because a rising tide lifts all ships. But Demographically, I mean, let's take a look here. The fact of the matter is, is that right here... From high school through college, homeowners and renters have very similar levels of education in line with the general level of education in the United States. So the bottom line is, is it doesn't matter what education level you are, the statistics within homeownership and outside homeownership is not a discriminating factor in homeownership itself, but homeownership itself is a discriminating factor in your net worth meaning even if you look at ethnic backgrounds or different households, here's a fact of the matter is out of all the renters, only 26% of them are married couples, where if you take all of the homeowners, 60% of all homeowners are married. So if you're married, that's an indicator that you have a higher likelihood of owning a home. But if you are a married couple, there's no discriminating factor that you're more are less wealthy than a single person. In fact, there's no discernible difference at all in wealth and net worth whether you're single or married. But home ownership, there is. And that's the point that I'm getting at. The fact of the matter is, is that there are 35% of Americans who are renters. And here's the bottom line, folks. home ownership is not for everybody. It's really dependent on the season and life you're in. Now, of course, a large majority of the renters are younger. The median age for a renter is 35 years old, and the median age for a homeowner is 56 years old, because less young people own homes. The median age for buying a home is 34 years old. I bought my first home when I was 27 years old, but the median age for buying a home is 34 years old. And folks, it's been 30 something as a median age to buy a home for decades. It's not today's world isn't much different. And then here's another bottom line as well, folks. If you are Hispanic, if you're African-American, if you're Asian-American, there's no discernible difference. There might be a 10 to 20 percent chance less, meaning 50 50% of all homeowners are Caucasian, but you've still got 20% of Hispanics and 20% of... African-American folks and Asian folks that are homeowners. So that's a difference between 10 or 30 percent. But once you are African-American and you do become a homeowner, once you're Hispanic and you do become a homeowner, your wealth increases by 40 times. That's my point. And it doesn't matter when you're buying either. I mean, when United States was formed, we were formed with 40 percent homeownership because you went out into a field, you chopped down logs, you built a house, and now you own it and they didn't have mortgages. But I'm telling you, if you look at all of the backgrounds in different historical attributes in the history of United States, even in the 40s, in the 1700s, 40% home ownership. In the 1800s, 45% ownership. In the 1900s, it popped to 50%. Then in post-World War II, in the 50s and 60s, went to 60 and then 65%. And that's where it's remained. But the bottom line is is with the thirty five percent of people that don't own, this is significant if you're listening, more than twenty five percent of them want to become a homeowner. They just don't have the financial means to do it. There's only ten percent of Americans out there who say, Hey, I am going to college and I am not gonna buy a house in college. Hey, I am going through trade school or I'm in the military and they're moving me to a different state every three years or a different country. Hey, I'm going through a nursing or doctor program or hey I'm going through cancer recovery those are the reasons why people don't hey I'm going through a nasty divorce stuff like that but the rest of the people want to own so this is what I'm telling you there's over 10 trillion dollars folks that's going to change hands as the last eight to ten thousand silent generation folks pass away if you're born from 1925 to 1945 you're a silent generation and you guys have a lot of money, $10 trillion. It's that if you have a grandson, if you have a granddaughter, if you have a daughter, if you have anybody who is a renter and you can help discipline them, have them call me at 719-330-1457. I just did an amazing class this last week where there were 17 people in attendance, and I teach you about homeownership. Call me at 719-330-1457, and I can help your neighbors, your relatives, your adult children, the 25% of Americans out there that want to purchase. You know them. You just have them call me. Because like Bill McAfee said, with our limited inventory here in Colorado Springs, it's hard to find a good deal, but I can do it. I can get them connected with the right real estate agent nine out of 10 real estate agents don't know how to navigate this market. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you, but they don't. And six out of seven mortgage lenders don't know how to put together a good, affordable, but aggressive mortgage for you to afford that house. And I'm telling you in the conversation of the haves and the have-nots, please call me at 719-330-1457. It doesn't matter what state you live in. It doesn't matter what stage of life you're in. If you're one one of the 25% of people that wants to own a home and you can't or you haven't so far call me 719-330-1457 i can help you and have an amazing thanksgiving coming up this next week i will not talk to you until after thanksgiving i'm very thankful for america for our freedom but most importantly i tell you all go grow and prosper tell somebody close to you that you love them because i also appreciate you the house the mortgage home ownership doesn't matter when you die you can only take your relationship of your loved ones with you. So go love someone and tell someone over Thanksgiving that you love and appreciate them. And please call me during the break, 719-330-1457, the break for Thanksgiving. Please don't go buy some disposable, non-appreciating piece of plastic crap during Black Friday sales. Call me and get set up to buy a house, an appreciating asset. You've been listening to the Jay Garvin show right here on cardio News Radio.
1: You're broken down and tired
0: of living life on the merry-go-round. And you can't find a fighter, but I see it in you.
1: So we're going to walk it out, ooh.